Welcome to the Clear Skin Chronicles, the podcast that takes you on a journey to uncover the secrets of achieving glowing, acne-free skin. I'm Katie Stewart, and alongside my co-host, Chris Brown, we're here to guide you through your acne journey and empower you to tackle your breakouts from its very root. We believe that knowledge is power, and by understanding the root causes of acne, we can create a solid foundation for long-lasting clear skin. So stick with us because together we'll unravel the mysteries of acne and unlock the secrets to a life filled with confidence, healthy skin, and endless possibilities. This is the Clear Skin Chronicles where we leave no blemish unturned. I'm Katie Stewart, registered holistic nutritionist and founder of the Clear Skin Solution where we help women just like you get to the root cause of their acne. We work virtually with clients to clear up their skin from the inside out and have helped thousands of women worldwide regain their confidence. And I'm Chris Brown, Registered Holistic Nutritionist and Program Director inside the Clear Skin Solution. Through functional testing, we pinpoint where the body system imbalances lie so we can dive deep into your acne clearing journey. We're moving on into the second acne clearing pillar that we have to absolutely work on, and that is detox organs. Now there's a number of detox organs, but we want to be focusing on the ones that are causing the biggest issues for your skin. And guess what? It's not just about the liver. He gets all of the spotlight, but we're going deep into the lymphatics, into your kidneys, and the biggest detox organ of them all, your skin. All right. So last week we talked about gut health. That was a really juicy episode. And now we're going into our second clear skin pillar, and that is the detox organs. And we call it the detox organs because it's an all encompassing. We're not just focusing on your liver, which so many practitioners do. Like when it comes to acne, we really need to be looking at the detoxification system as a whole. So Chris, when we're digging into these with clients, what are the three big detox organs that we focus on for their acne journey? Liver, lymphatics, kidneys. And I love that we do all three because the liver always gets the spotlight. Like he really hogs the spotlight when the liver and the, I'm sorry, the lymph and the kidneys are like, Hey man, like what about us? Yeah. But let's not downplay that liver. You know, my theory, you do know my theory, every single illness, disease, disorder comes down to a sluggish liver. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like an overworked mama. That's it. Like the liver is so overworked and it needs a lot of love. So that is why he gets the spotlight quite often, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to forget about the lymph and the kidneys. So let's go through those three organs or those three organs, the liver, the lymph and the kidneys and how it relates to acne and some actionable steps that people can start doing. And even how do they know if those areas of their body needs a little bit of help, because it can be really difficult, like for the average person that doesn't have, you know, the training and the background as a practitioner does, they not be, may not be able to link their symptoms to those different organs. So we'll start with the big guy. Let's just start with the famous one, Mr. Liver. Now he has over 500 functions in the body, clearly the overworked mama of the body. Now, when we're looking at the liver, how does it really relate back to acne? Like why do, why do people need to care about the health of the liver if they're dealing with acne? Well, I think you nailed it over 500. Most recent research is saying over 600 different functions of the body. So if you have a job that is responsible for organizing, coordinating and marketing, and then we have to look at, you know, HR and hiring and firing and performance reviews, all of these things need these, you know, additional supports, these systems. 
So if we're asking one organ to support so many thyroid, blood sugar stability, uh, hello, weight gain, all housed. What about our clients that have, and we see this all the time, vitamin D deficiency, Mm -hmm. right? So those Those little nuggets of information for us and those high level, I mean, there's so many more, but when that's congested and related to acne, we're going to start seeing maybe acne between the eyes, bullseye right in there. Another marker is discoloration, which is also part of kidney, right? Underneath the eyes, a little bit of kidney and or liver stress. If it's swollen, we're kind of going back to that thyroid. So don't get confused about that. And what else with the liver is... Um, how can I kind of put it the liver without its ability? Cause it has three rules for detoxification without its ability. So phase one gets rid of the toxins. That's the primary role. Phase two through the P450 is to really clean it up. Kind of that little extra residue. Phase three is the, oh, look, there's a little crumb on the floor. I've got to get that. By the time your body has gone through these three phases, if it has not been able to eliminate it, it recycles back to phase one. Katie, if it did not get it out in phase one, phase two or phase three, what do you think the chances of it coming out the next round? Mm, It's actually going to start calling in the other detox organs for help. Which is your skin, because your while your liver is your main organ for detoxification, your skin is your largest organ of detoxification. So if the liver's struggling, it's like, hey man, like I'm backlogged in here. Like it's gonna, call, I gotta call on the other department. We gotta get this stuff out any way we can. So it sends that backlog to the skin, which inflames the pores and leads to breakouts on the skin. Right. We need that filter open. We need that faucet, that sink open. All of these organs together. I mean, even the blood, the blood is a purification factor, right? Circulation, it's cleansing, it's purifying. So it's not just about the liver, the lymphatics and the the kidneys, but we know regardless of what it is in that detoxification role, the skin is going to be the end result if any of these. So back acne, what about body odor? Oh, it's a big one, right? Body odor, huge body odor. We understand it to go more in depth into the dysbiosis of the body, the acidic levels, but even still detoxification has to happen. Now detoxification and cleansing, very commercialized. Yeah. Everyone has a juice cleanse. Everyone has a detox pill. Anyone has a detox tea. Juice cleanses. They are cruel. They are cruel. They are just cruel. So like your blood sugar, drop it. I need another juice, right? And you want to know what's funny is like Chris and I being nutritionists, like we've probably tried every cleanse, detox, like anything out there, we've done it because it's, you know, part of our, part of our world. We're like, let's try it out. We'll do anything once, see how it goes. And I've done a, a juice cleanse once and boy, was I an angry person. Right. And that what works for you and what works for somebody else isn't the same. So I've done water fasting because that's really the only true fast. Mm -hmm. And I've done it three times. I made it to three days. I made it to seven and I'm sorry, I made it to five and I made it to six and a half. I was unsupervised because of course I know, right? Which is never the best call. You need to be supervised. No, that's a total no, no. 
However, what was really cool is I was able to see my body going through this, the systematic process of everything because I understand the body, but never, never do that, please. It is not worth it. However, what did happen is my liver and my lymphatics, my blood, my kidneys and stuff. Once they were done this state of shock, I did feel better. But the reason why I did that is because there was a real therapeutic reason. Nobody needs to do that. It's not going to, all these cleanses and this, this fasting is not going to do it by itself, right? It's going to put more pressure on these organs. So we have to support them. How many people go in, they just start eating all carbohydrates, all plant-based, all, well, the liver needs protein for part of that detoxification. So when we remove the protein, we can't physically perform detoxification in our own body. That's why we're so big on food-based cleanses that utilize food, keep your blood sugar level stable, give the liver, uh, the liver, the protein that it needs to support it as well. And I often find a really big mistake that people make with detoxification is they don't make sure all the pathways are open, right? So they, they don't give any look at their gut health. And if you're not pooping, you can't do any type of detoxification. And if you, you need to relearn about poop, how often you should be doing it, go back to last week's episode, because if you don't have those, that colon open, we know your colon is another part of your detoxification system. If it's not open and you're trying to, you know, stuff full of detoxification, it has nowhere to send the extra. It has nowhere to send the waste and the trash that it's trying to get rid of. So in fact, you're just increasing that toxicity and inflammation in your body and making yourself feel like crap. Absolutely. I mean, lymphatics, how it relates to acne it's like a tube of toothpaste, right? It needs to physically be moved in order to eliminate. So if we can't absorb our fats, if we're not eating the right fats, because fats aren't bad, we've established that, but if we're not eating the right fats for our body, then that can cause stagnation inside our lymphatic system. And boom, now we can have things like cholesterol, so all of these are interconnected. You know, we grab into the kidneys. You know, it relates to acne because it's their filtering. Those little adrenals sit on the kidneys. Please never, never underestimate that these organs aren't like working together. That's the thing is if you take anything away from all of what we share with you guys is let it be that your body systems don't work individually. They all work synergistically together. They rely on the health of one another to keep your body functioning, right? So when we're looking at, okay, so we've gone through how the liver is relating to acne, some signs to watch out for. And we've discussed that generally, when we look at the traditional Chinese medicine face mapping, you're going to be seeing a lot of the liver stagnation in between the eyebrows, um, on the temples. Of course, we can be seeing it on the body. That's where some body acne being coming in. But how does the individual know that it's struggling? Like what are some additional symptoms outside of acne that could be related back to a sluggish liver? Let's go blood labs for a second, because a lot of people love blood labs. Love them. The thyroid could be a little bit wonky. Cholesterol could be a little bit wonky. Sex hormones, a little bit wonky. Or, you know what, they're not even going to register because that's only what's circulating in the blood. You know, that's why when we run the HTMAs, we have specific markers for these body systems. And I say body systems. So when two minerals get together, it becomes a system. 
So we're not running down that rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, look, what's happening with calcium? No, no, let's look at what's happening with calcium and magnesium, calcium phosphorus, calcium sodium, all of these elements. When we're looking at the liver and struggling how somebody else would know, weight gain, headaches, headaches, uh, yellowish skin, or, you know, even though yellow, don't mistake it. So yellow in the nail beds, it could be a little bit of fungal, but yellow, you know, what's that color yellow? I'm trying to, you know, it's jaundice color. It's jaundice color. Yeah, for sure. Right. Even in the face, uh, liver melasma. Mm-hmm. They're like hormonal imbalances, hormonal, hormonal like- imbalances, because your liver, one of its functions is filtration of hormones. So if your liver is struggling, guess what? So are your hormones. So this is why so many women fail balancing hormones or that they have to stay on a hormone balancing supplement long-term or their symptoms come back because they haven't focused on the health of their gut and their liver. Like you need to focus on the health of the liver for your hormones. So you'll be seeing those hormone markers. Maybe you're dealing with hormonal imbalances. We'll often see like the brain fog can be one low energy. What about angry, frustration, resentment, judgment? And why is that, Chris? What is the liver known as in traditional Chinese medicine? It is known as the emotional connector for all of those emotions, right? It's it's it's, it's the charge. It's a seat. Yeah, absolutely. It's a seat of anger. So if we're we're like, oh, you know what? I'm very irritable and I'm very, you know, I could just, I would say throat punch. (laughs) I air throat punch things. Is that TMI term? I get that in Slack all the time. You're going to, you're going to edit that, aren't you? No, (laughs) Um, no, but when, when we're looking at that and that seed of anger, what it really means is you could be even having dreams that are vivid or angry and you wake up and it's, they could be nightmare-esque, right? Really relating to those dreams. A lot of people are like, oh, your dreams are telling you lots of things. Waking up between two and three or, you know, not going to bed between 10 and two, in 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. This is a lot. A continual waking up when you wake up. Circadian rhythm is going to play a role into it. Uh, stress indication. What about, you know, what's not often, and I love this when I, cause we always ask our clients for photos, right? Cause I'm pretty big on the face mapping. It's those red lines in your eyes, the veins looking yeah. at the inflammation pattern. If we have inflammation, these three organs are not happy. The end, the end, end of story, period. Yeah. yeah, we could probably close it off right now, right? So that our liver episode. So now the client, so now people listening, they know some symptoms to look out for. And again, like there's dozens and dozens of symptoms that you could be dealing with your liver. Cause like we said, over five, over 600 functions in the body. So there's a few symptoms going on, but how do we as practitioners know from a functional standpoint, because we run a hair trace mineral analysis for any client that we work with our motto's test don't guess. So when we're looking at those HTMAs, what are some of the markers that you're watching out for when reviewing through them for possible liver stagnation? Ooh, I like it. I know. I knew you'd love this question. That's why I asked it. Okay. So what do we look at? I look at for sure, hands down, heavy metal toxicity Mm -hmm. because, you know, mercury, lead, cadmium, arsenic, for an example, they have to be metabolized in the liver before they can be eliminated through the kidneys. What two organs just had a touch point with heavy metals? Our elimination organs, right? 
I'm also looking for total toxicity weight for that inflammation-like reader. Zinc and copper, oh yeah. Ladies, if you're suffering with hormone imbalances and your zinc and copper's off, guess what? The liver might not have the ability for detoxification of the hormones and drug metabolites. So for our clients that come in, Accutane, antibiotics, Spironolone, like let's just go with those because we see those all the time, right? Yeah, those are the big ones. They start at 25, then they go to 50, then they go to 100, then they go to 150. So that's where zinc and copper comes in. If we are struggling to metabolize our drugs, our pharmaceuticals, your body might only need five micrograms of spironolactone, but you have to take a hundred because of the sluggishness and the ability to roll it over of that liver of the body systems. What happens with the other 95 that are floating around? What organ has to pick that up, detoxify it through its three pathways? This is a quiz. Who's getting it right? (laughs) Pick me. Pick me. Okay, go you. Liver. Liver. We really have to make sure that the liver is gently loved. If we have high heavy metals, are we going into a liver detox right off the bat? Mm-mm. 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 Because your, what's going to happen? Where, where's the, what's going to happen to your face? What's going to happen to that body acne? And you but, can't see me. You can't see me, but my hands are going like it's exploding it's under like your face. Exploding, right? Exploding. When we have calcium and potassium markers and thyroid, well, where's that metabolized? Of course, we have our own thyroid which is located in the center of our throat area or neck area, sorry. So look at that. If your hormones are metabolized inside that liver, if, oh, can I just talk about bile for one second? I know you love bile. Chris is like the bile queen, but no, we need to talk about it because not many people talk about the importance of bile. So quickly, before you go into it, what is bile? Where does it come from? What's it do? Okay, well, that's all I want to talk about. (laughs) This is like, let's rename this the bile episode. (laughs) Okay, so this is what I, uh, this is how I try and explain it to clients that say have cholesterol or low vitamin D or they know their sex hormones. And I'm not disagreeing. I agree. When you come in with acne, at some point you do have a hormonal imbalance. May I remind you, you have 50 plus hormones. I'm not always talking sex hormones. So, your hormones are fat based. So, I'll hold there for a second. Let's go up to my most favorite organ, internal. It's called the liver. You couldn't tell? Yeah, you can't tell. Mine is, I've named mine flower petal. So, (laughs) of course, I did. (laughs) So, my flower petal, well, it's nice, right? And whatever. Where did that come from? Like, because the flowers make me happy. <laughs> I'm learning a lot about you today, Chris. If anybody wants to send me flowers, just let me know. I'll send you my address. You um, no, but Miss Flower Petal, which is my largest organ, the liver, its role, one of the roles is to create cholesterol. But through cholesterol, we create, metabolize, create, produce vitamin D, Hmm. sex hormones, Hmm. 
by all. Hmm. So if you are vitamin D deficiency, which is really great about the HTMA is we're going to be able to see if you're emulsifying your fats likely. If you can't emulsify your fats, how the heck are your hormones going to work? Not very good. If you keep taking vitamin D, well, we know fat soluble vitamins, they can store in the body. So then we can get a cascade of all other issues. If you have cholesterol, what organs impaired? Liver. Yeah, my little, my little flower petal. Right. Right. So this is what I say. And this is why I, I physically use flower petal is if I have a beautiful flower and it starts to droop, do I look and go, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you flower? Or do I go and say, oh my gosh, do I need water? Do I need soil? Do I need to trim off some excess? Do I need to cut the stem again? Like I'm looking for the root cause of how I can resurrect it. Do I need to tie it to a stick? Usually mine is water. I just forget to water them. (laughs) I'm never sending you flowers. I'm a killer of flowers. So don't send them here. I can only, I need established plants. I, I have my Nana's plants that have been alive for like decades and I get them and do my dog not destroy them in a week. That's a whole sidebar. That's my, another episode. Is my the thing heart. We have to talk about the heart at one point. Cause like that right there. So that's what I wanted to say. If we have heavy metals, if the liver's stagnant and we go and try and force our way into that liver, hello, acne, it has nowhere else to go. It knows it needs to go to your face. So where's it going to go? Face, back, chest, you name it. So instead, we like to go gently into and support the emulsification of the fats. We support the gallbladder because if your liver's toxic, that's a term we use. If it's toxic, you're creating toxic bile. And this could be one reason why we're not emulsifying the fats. And if we can't emulsify the fats, hello, lymphatic system. So do you see how we really are going into mini detoxification through supporting pathways, right? Absolutely. Now I do want to dig into like how we work on the liver for our clients and some actionable steps that people listening can take. But I want to save that for the end when we can do like the liver, lymph and kidneys all together. So now that we've really hammered in on all things liver, let's move into the lymphatic system because this is actually one of my favorite areas of the body to talk about because it's so under discussed. What I really love about the lymphatic system, it's this really beautiful part of your body lies just below the surface of your skin. But what's really interesting about lymphatics is it doesn't have its own internal pump. Like your circulatory system has your heart. The lymphatics doesn't have that. So it relies on muscle movement and manual stimulation to move the fluid through the body. And muscle movement would be like exercise. You're physically moving your limbs around. And then manual stimulation would be going for, you know, a massage, doing some dry brushing, some other great ways that um, for the lymphatics is also like raising your feet up to help, you know, drain the fluids. It's a really important system of the body because it's essentially your body's waste disposal system. It's like the little garbage truck going around your body, collecting all the trash bags of toxins and microbes and stuff that shouldn't be in there. And then it's putting it in its, in its trash truck and then it's bringing it to its little depot points. And then that's how it leaves your body. But if your lymph is becoming stagnant, this is going to increase toxicity in the body. So Chris, again, how were we seeing that stagnant lymph pathways, the stagnant lymph fluid is showing up as acne. Well, if we're going to use traditional Chinese medicine, we're going to look at ears behind the ears, kind of around the ears, 
break down the neck. So if I put my fingers behind my ear and I drag it all the way down my neck, down towards my heart, there is that lymphatic system. We also have nodes and many clients again, which is a cool little acne. And because we're so fortunate to work with hundreds and hundreds of women, we see patterns, right? So I love it. Is also up in the sinus cavity above the eyebrows and sinuses, typically the nodes underneath. If you bring two fingers, put up the side of your nose and draw back in there, even when you're sick and everything feels clogged. So watching out for sinuses, sinus, you know, continual or repetitive or chronic sinusitis could be part of that lymphatic system as well. So draining all of these things. But typically with the lymphatic system, we do see it along the back of the ears, down uh, chest and back even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like we'll see it like around like the more cystic kind of spots around around the ears, down that lymph pathway. And if you're wondering where that lymph pathway is, like when you get sick and your lymph nodes swell up in your neck, it kind of travels down that way. So that's where you'll see. Or sometimes he, like clients will even have feels like nodules like in their mm-hmm. lymphatic system where it's like hard and stagnant. You could be getting it like um, in your armpits. Yeah. We've had clients in there and this can be a sign that it's really just slowing it down. So what are some additional signs that clients can watch out for, or sorry, what are some additional signs that, that people listening can watch out for to see if their lymphatic system does need a little bit of love? It would probably easier for me to answer what everybody's lymphatic system needs love. We're in a super stressful environment all the time, yeah, right? It's stressful in this world. Just Correct. a little bit. Well, I'm exaggerating. I have three girls, okay? <laughs> I have two boys. Stop it's right stressful. there. <sighs> but no, the things can clog, right? Uh, we are very much online. We're virtual society now. We're gaming. Kids come out. And I'm telling you, I go on a video game and I'm not going to tell you what video games I played because it's going to date me pretty quick. But <laughs> when, but if I went and did a video game with a four-year-old right now, I would get whooped. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My six-year-old, he's crushing it at a Mario party. Right. So the thing is, is, you know, every, every kid has their phone in their hand, you know, we're, we're just, we're stagnant. So I don't know that we need to have more markers other than really looking at that acne in those lines down the lymphatic, but about the sinuses or, you know, like nasally, but essentially that stagnant non-movement, that's the big key guaranteed. Absolutely. And do you see any markers on the HTMA that could possibly relate back to indirectly to the lymphatics? Overall congestion, usually with the significant ratios and the body systems, if the body systems are off, and we have, you know, there's digestive markers, there's my hangry markers, there's all these different markers, but one, if the liver markers are off for sure, if they have kidney issue, i sorry, if they have acne, they have kidney, right? Traditional Chinese medicine. So yeah, it's all interconnected because they don't work independently. Absolutely. As we're learning. So let's dig into the kidneys and then we'll tie it all together and give some actionable steps for people to start working on them. So with the kidneys, how are you finding that this is relating back to acne with our clients? It's all because I always go, the kidneys is the root of fear, right? Traditional Chinese medicine, it's fear. So Chris, um, 
I started a protocol and now I've got new acne and I've been in the program three weeks and I don't see immediate improvement. And, um, what if, Oh, I don't know if I can invest that in, this is all fear perpetuated, right? So it's a deep seat of the, the kidneys, kidneys, are the main organ for acne in traditional Chinese medicine. Mm -hmm. So if we have fears, how they can show up is anxiety, depression, even that's fear-based. It's what if, what if, what if I'm going to do this? What's, you know, and then we pay a lot of time on the other end is I should have, could have, wish I had to have, and we'll get more to that in the mindset and the emotional connections. But when we look at those two, Essentially, those kidneys are going to be interconnected, right? Chronic dehydration, though, Katie, to answer your question, bam, right there. I see it all the time. So it's going to put pressure on the kidneys. They're not going to be able to filter properly. Your body's going to go stagnant. The colon's going to get the, the um, stagnant. The blood's going to get stagnant. The liver won't be able to form its things. Lymphatic system. Well, just kick that away because we know we have to work out or we have to move or we have to like get get off of our chair. So that's how it's all interconnected. So if the kidneys are in need of a little bit of love, what are some possible symptoms that could be also arising outside of acne? We can have lower back pain outside of menses. We can have, again, when I was saying under the eyes, dark impression, the ears, the ears, they go red. They can be red. Um, what about clients that have ear acne? Mm, yeah. Ac- yeah. We see that quite often too. Now the ears aren't just isolated to the kidneys. There are different points, but up in what the heck is this part called? Um, <laughs> you know, like up in the, what's even the earring part, the, the cartilage, the large cartilage area, there's a name for it and just escaped me. But when that's bright red, often when I see clients' photos, I will be like, okay, did you just take a shower? Was it hot? Were you out in the sun? Like I have to delineate what could be possible causes. I'll get them to take me another picture in the different. And if it's still there, oh, you better believe we're going to be going into the liver, uh, the liver, the kidneys and lymphatics a little bit harder. And that's a good note to bring up is when like we look at progress photos for clients or even initial photos for clients, we're not looking at just this, like how much acne they have. That's, that's not really what we're looking at. We're looking at the type of acne, where on the face is it, but we're also looking at the coloring around the acne themselves and the coloring in between the pimples and the breakouts and the overall um, tone and pigmentation levels in the skin. Cause all of those or markers outside of just how many pimples do I have? Absolutely. Case in point, a client messaged me today and said, Chris, I'm getting more acne and sent me a picture because we always boast for the, okay, tell me because your written description to me is not what I need to see, right? I'm looking for body markers. So yeah, absolutely. So she did have three pimples on the left, it was a left, left left-hand side, lower chin. I said, where are you in your menses? I started Monday. I just finished today. I said, fantastic. This looks very interconnected based on traditional Chinese mapping. 
that this could be? Yes. Okay, great. Because I can see everything else. I'm like, how are your, how's your blood sugar? How's your cravings? How's this? I delineated everything. And when it comes to those markers, what she did say is she goes, oh, you know what? I think it's the supplements. I think it's this. So we're back to that fear, the kidneys, right? It's the words they're using as well. So because we do this every single day, we get good at really piecing the words together with the pitch. I need the pictures because the pictures don't speak. Mm-hmm. The pictures tell me the story without words. So I have to now go and use my words to investigate. Mm-hmm. So it's strong. So she's like, oh my gosh, you know what I've noticed? I no longer get cystic acne. These are little tiny pustules. And I said, well, then you're moving in the right direction. Absolutely. And that's another thing is it's very, 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 very normal and common to have flares of your symptoms on any healing journey. Acne is no, no exception. You will never go from point A to point B and not have some type of flare, whether it's your skin, it's another type of symptom, because as your body's starting to recalibrate, it's working to get back into that state of homeostasis or balance. Mm-hmm. Flares are normal. And we often refer to this as a healing crisis in functional nutrition and functional medicine, because anytime you're doing rebalancing the gut microbiome, you're detoxifying the body, you will go through a temporary healing crisis. It's not fun, like absolutely not fun, but don't panic when this happens. Yeah. Just, I always say, just say kidneys. I understand you're a little scared right now. It's okay. Right. We have to take the onus off of ourselves sometimes because we do beat ourselves up. This one client, her sulfur was elevated, not detoxifying. So now fantastic. What's opening? Her detoxification. So we already know that sex hormones, liver, sulfur, liver, she's on supporting supplements, liver, but not big liver, supporting. Mm-hmm. No detoxification, supporting. So that's a big thing we do inside the Clear Skin Solution is we do not go and push and force body systems. Yeah, you don't want to go and force and push because that's where you're going to start feeling not so good and your skin's going to go absolutely insane. So as we discussed with the previous one, what are some markers? And again, we always refer back to a hair trace mineral because it is that foundational test that we run. And you can see so much from a simple hair test. And I can't wait to do that episode on the HTMA because it's just going to be mind blowing for everybody. But what would you say are some of the main markers that you're watching out for on an HTMA in relation to kidney health? I'm going to follow suit with the liver. But here, I'm not going to rely so much on the HTMA as much as I am going to listen for the client's symptoms, watch for hydration, watch for stress-like triggers. I'm going to be looking out for yeast infections, UTIs, all related, right? I'm also going to be looking at the case history for those kidneys. Kidneys aren't something we're going to go in directly. We have to do it all with everything else, all these other systems. But what happens when we start increasing water, right? What happens when we start eating fibrous vegetables that contain water? And what happens when we start slowing down this fear-like response, right? You have, you have professionals inside your group 
that are in there monthly answering questions. That's why we highly encourage clients not to skip that mindset component, that emotional healing component where like, absolutely, we have a registered psychotherapist in the program that clients have access to, to help them work through those fear-based mindsets, those upper limiting self-beliefs. And we will always encourage somebody that if you're able to connect with a therapist in your area, it can be so game-changing for the work that you're doing internally for your health. Huge. How many times have people been extended or they come back after and they're like, you know what? I've been really working on my mindset and I understand that you talk about it and I know I understand you offer it. I just really wasn't ready. I've spent seven days and I'm already seeing a shift. I can't believe I let this little snag go, right? This, this little happened the other day. Yeah. One of our, the, one of our lovely clients, she's like the sweetest ever. Um, you know, she had a bit of, she had, was finished working with us. Skin was looking really great then had some things happen in her life and had a bit of a flare. And I, my first thing was, how's your mindset work doing? And she came back a couple of weeks later and was like, Katie, I can't even believe how big of a change I've seen. And not just my, that flare I had, but my overall health and well-being from focusing on my mindset and from that emotional healing component. So please don't skip it. Like really, 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 it needs to be like just as important as the food you're eating, the supplements you're taking, the lifestyle habits you're doing. You need that mental and emotional healing component. And I think that's where honestly, we are completely different. And this is why I love hanging here because yeah, we can go, we can do a kidney detox. We could, I could give you all the foods for kidneys and I can do all that. However, we like to give the body an opportunity to do it itself. So if we support other areas or we say use the functional test, whether it's a Dutch or an HTMA, because, you know, elevate your hormones, we go right into Dutch, regardless of what we're using, that enhances a quicker pathway and an understanding for the clients. So they, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm not crazy. I've been feeling the thing. I'm not crazy. And I think it's just so unfortunate that so many women are going to their health practitioners saying, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is my acne. I feel like crap. I'm so tired. And they're like, Oh no, no, this is normal. It's just part of being a mom, part of being a woman, part of getting older, part of, part of, part of, and then they're dismissed. And then the individual feels invalidated for one, they feel defeated. They feel hopeless and that they're stuck feeling like this forever. And then when they finally dig into the functional testing, they're like, Oh man, That's this line line we get all the time. I'm not crazy. I wasn't just imagining it. (laughs) Honestly, probably about eight times a week. Eight times a week. And I might be conservative on that number. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you're not crazy. You do feel like this because of this. It's it's your copper levels that are making you do this. So now the time, blame your hormones. We'll get into that when we do the HTMA. I tell them, I give them little nuggets. It's not your it's fault. Not it's your fault. Yeah. It's not you. It's not you. Don't worry. That sodium, potassium. Uh, <laughs> All right. So now that we've gone through, laid the found the groundwork, people know what detox systems to work on, how it relates to acne, symptoms to be watching out for. Let's go through how we work on this with our clients so people can get an idea of the work that's entailed. And then I want to make sure that we leave everybody with both an actionable step for each one of these systems, but also a next level tidbit if they want to really like supercharge what they're doing. So let's go back. When we're looking at the detox support that we do with our clients, how are we working on the liver, lymph, and kidneys with them? We're going to go and jump into a protocol that is going to support all three. 
which is really cool. It's also going to support the blood and circulation system. So double bonus, right? We don't want reintoxication of anything, especially oh, in our blood system. So we're going to determine this is where, ooh, this is where the HTMA is really extra therapeutic for coaches because you and I know we don't need to run, we don't need the HTMAs to run protocols. We don't need HTMAs to get people going. However, what we do need is we need to know the right path. So depending on where your sulfur, your manganese, where your zinc and copper are, heavy metals, hello, all of these are going to determine the type of approach we're going to take and we're going to tailor it. We definitely do not want to be pushing heavy metals out. Not okay. We need something to bind them at that point. We need something to be able to bind and gently flush. Now, we know, or at least my philosophy is, I don't directly go into the kidneys because everything we do will support the kidneys. So that's why I like to boast about mindset, right? But whether we're going in through homeopathics, whether we're using a more liberal protein-based with a binder kind of solution, for lack of better terms, but also systematically eating in a form and fashion that's laid out with meal plans, with recipes, with dates, with times, mm -hmm. so that you know exactly what to do and how to do it. A next level tidbit really right here is essential fatty acids for the liver are key. We also have to ensure we do have some proteins at that point. We have to make sure that, you know, hydration is absolutely up because where else is it going to go? But essentially is really, it's taking all of these, isolating it per client. If somebody is very, very low sulfur, we're not even going to, or high sulfur, we're not even going to go there first. So when it's time and we run a first protocol, we're going to support it with a supplement because we need your body manufacturing its own, say, glutathione, own selenium-like factors. And it's not saying that we supplement with these, but the pathways are is what takes it home. Yeah. And when we're working through protocols, they are going to be very specific to the individual, right? So that's why it's so difficult for us to be like, okay, you need to eat the, just these 15 foods and you need to take these four supplements and that's going to solve all your issues. It's so difficult because it isn't a, isn't a one size fits all approach. So while client A may need more heavy metal binding and they may need more like glutathione support, and maybe they need to get those selenium levels up. So they're going to be doing something different food wise, supplement wise, from say somebody that needs a more gentler, like biotherapeutic drainage through a homeopathic approach where they're going to be eating slightly different with slightly different supplements. So just know that it's when it comes to these more therapeutic protocols, it is extremely difficult to just be like, Oh, take these, these things, like take this detox kit and you're good to go. Right. That's where I see a lot of issues arising is blind supplementation of just following what's on Google and be like, Oh, well, this influencer that has a million followers on Instagram, she, she took this, this detox powder and, and that's what she says works really well. That's she not how you want to go paid for endorsing that. <laughs> yeah, for endorsing that. So that's why I don't like people to blind supplement. And that's why I really never will give supplement recommendations in our content because I don't want you to think that that's going to be the, the end all be all for you when I have no idea what's going on underneath the surface. So Overall, when we're looking at protocols, absolutely. There's a food component. We want to be, you want to be eating in a systematic way. And like, as a general overview, 
Of course, it's going to be very anti-inflammatory foods that aren't increasing inflammation. We're going to be getting rig- rid of all of those highly processed foods, boxed foods, basically anything with an ingredient list. We want to be giving a miss to really focus on whole foods. Some cruciferous vegetables are amazing. Like if you could just have one cup of cooked cruciferous vegetables every day, that would go a long way for helping to support your body's detoxification pathways. Right. And then oh. you but hold on. Oh, but hold on. What about the client that really suffers with onions and garlic? Oh. Those aren't cruciferous, however, in the same supporting sulfur pathways. Mm-hmm. What about great. the client that eats cauliflower, have one right now, raging diarrhea? Exactly. I'm so glad what, you brought that up. What organ is suffering? Hello, liver. Hello, flower petal. Hello, flower petal. <laughs> That needs to be watered in Katie's garden. I feel like people are going to make fun of me for that, but that's okay. You flower your heart out. Um, But that's exactly, you know, the brassica and the cruciferous, they can be very hard on the body. And that is a nugget. If you are getting gas bloat, you know, raging diarrhea, or you know that I have to go urgency, but nothing's coming out after eating these. Please do not force yourself to eat them. One, they have to be cooked pretty well. And I would even say baked, Katie. Mm -hmm. They have to be cooked well. Like we're not eating the raw broccoli at the little veggie tray at the party. No, um, that's a fan favorite for me, not for too many others. So I always stock up there. But that's what I just wanted to say is when we're looking at those cruciferous, that's a next level for you. How do I know if my liver is doing, don't forget about the onions and garlic, then you know what, you're going to go down the rabbit hole in the internet. And it's going to say, you need to be on a specific carbohydrate diet or a low FODMAPs because you can't tolerate that. And I'm going to say, why the heck don't we just give our flour some more water? Mm -hmm. Why don't we go and look at the pathways and drain them and open them? You know, if we have a clogged drain, even though it's not good for the environment, but Drano, right? We use some method in order to get the drain open. Same thing. We're going to use the method through a protocol to get the drains open. Once again, in all of the time I have been doing this as a registered holistic nutritionist, I have never, ever, ever led with liver should the client not already be primed. And I know their history. Like yeah. ever, ever, and do do it working alone because when you start sobbing over, you know, your cat when he died when he was four, you need to understand why you're doing this, or you're having very vivid dreams. You need to understand why. All right, so that leads us into the final two. What are some great actionable steps that people listening can take for their lymphatic support and their kidneys? Action steps. You know what I love? I'm going to give a free tidbit right here. So there's this thing called rebounding. So for the people that, you know, in the winter, guess what? If I didn't have a dog, I would not go for a walk. I'm just full on. It's not happening. We live outside of Toronto, everybody. So we're in Canada. It gets real cold here. Yeah. Like not happening. I like my skin to be nice and pink, not blue. So I'm out. So what happens is it's called rebounding. You don't have to go buy a mini trampoline because you're going to go, oh, rebound. What's this cool little thing? You're going to go Amazon Prime, a trampoline here. (laughs) Okay, Katie, you would do that. That would be me. I'd be like, 
on its way. See you in 48 hours. And Chris, on the frugal side, goes to her couch, pulls off the cushion to her couch, and gently bounces up and down so that the couch can give me buoyancy or the mattress can give me buoyancy. That's all you need is buoyancy, up and down. We already know that dry brushing or wet brushing, right? We've talked about those. Legs up the wall. certain Legs up the wall. You know, vagal tone. Vagal tone is going to help the lymphatic system calm things down, right? However, outside of all that, we just want to make sure that we're getting stimulation every single morning. I, before I get into the shower, I oil pull while in the shower. This is going to be TMI. I oil pull because it's lymphatic system. Mm -hmm. That's not just bacterial, but I'm telling you, you can blow your nose after that, depending on the amount of mucus, the amount, you know, people with allergies, this is prime allergy season in the spring and in the fall, ragweed and pollen, bam, oil pull. I dry brush before I get in and I have a hand kind of loofah, whatever. And twice a week, I add that in. I am making sure because I am stagnant. I sit a lot. I also walk the dog three times a day. So it's not like I'm completely stagnant, but it's not stellar for me. And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go run a marathon because it's not my jam. Not my jam either. I'll do my little rebounding and my... And oil pulling, for anyone's like WTF oil pulling, it's an Ayurvedic practice where you use um, oil in your mouth and you swish it around before you brush your teeth for anywhere for 10 to 20 minutes. And this is why it's nice to do it in the shower, because if you accidentally spit some out, it's not staining all over your clothes and you just go down the drain. But I would encourage you is don't spit it. If you're using like a coconut oil or something, don't spit it down your drain because then we're just going to have clogged drains. So make sure you like always like spit it into the garbage. Absolutely. And never swallow it because it's collecting toxins. Spit it out and then brush your teeth. So there's two outside of the dry brushing and the wet brushing rebounding with Chris's free or Katie's Amazon prime 48 hour delivery. I live in the country, so it's a little bit longer. And yeah, I think those are great things they could do right now in their home at the comfort watching TV. And what about kidneys? What's some things we can be doing to support those kidneys of ours? Kidneys. I, (laughs) you're going to be like, really? Yeah. I do that every day, Chris. Really, Chris? (laughs) (laughs) I do see a lot of those messages. (laughs) Um, Water, 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 water. Mm -hmm. Number one. Water. We don't have to drink two liters, three liters, 4.65 liters. Mm-hmm. We need to drink water so that our urine is very light yellow and in between might go a little bit white. Do not keep it white, white, because you're re going into like a, is it like re-dehydration a word? No, it's not. Is it? Yeah, it, it yeah. is. It's, but it, it's I, have criticisms. I have criticisms. Well, yeah, there's a lot of criticisms. And as you guys will over the next few episodes, start to understand Mm -hmm. the language of Chris. I'm very fluent in it. I have a degree in Chris and broken Chris. I do. I do have those languages. So when it comes to that, that's what I want. I want water in there. Like, why do we have to elevate that? We don't. That's the thing is we are always like, yeah, yeah. Water, 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 water. But it is such a vital, as Chris takes a sip of water, such a vital component to our body. We need water to function. And when we're not properly hydrated, it can lead to problems. So you may be thinking, but that's so simple. I want something extra. Give me a supplement to take. You're like, no, no, straight up. 
get your hydration in, and then we'll go from there. More than half of the population, like I said last week, more than half of the population is chronically dehydrated. Please tell me why you need more advice than drinking. Let me rephrase this clean water, clean water. That's a big one is having clean filtered water. And I know someone's going to say, well, where can I get clean filtered water? One, can I just use a Brita? So yeah, if, but if that is your budget, it is better than nothing. I would rather you use a Brita or something we, uh, I recommend quite often to clients is those, those charcoal sticks. You can go on Amazon. If you're in Canada, well.ca has them and it's a charcoal stick. I believe there's a brand called Kish Kishu, like K I S H U. And it's like, you can buy it for 20 bucks. It lasts for four months and you can get a glass pitcher. So you're avoiding the plastics because that's another one. Um, and then that can be filtering it. If you have a little more in your budget, you could consider something like a Berkey, a Berkey filters. I have one of those. It's a countertop filter and it's great because it's filtering. Like it's such an incredible filter. And of course, if you don't have the space and you have the budget an under the counter option would be lovely, but some type of filtered water that doesn't come from a plastic bottle in the store. Right. Yep. And I think that's going to be my tidbit, my kind of actionable step for your across the board detoxification help is being very mindful of the environmental toxins in your day to day. Like this is where we want to be reading the labels on our personal care products. Are we slathering on hormone disrupting chemicals and parabens and things that are causing cancer and just flooding our body systems with this? Because you can be eating this amazing clean diet But if you're surrounded by environmental toxins, it's going to be very hard on your system. And if you're wondering, well, like Katie, like, I don't know what ingredients to watch out for my skincare, head over to the blog. And I believe it's called uh, why your skincare is making it worse or talk type in toxic skincare. And it'll go and list out the dirty dozen ingredients to watch out for on your skincare. Even things like the things you're storing your food in, like opt for glass instead of plastic Tupperware, things like, like if, again, you don't have the budget for it wash out uh, pasta jars and use that for food storage, like save those jars that your foods, your food come in, opt for the plastic and stainless, or sorry, opt for the glass and stainless steel over the plastics that can really go a long way into helping your body's detoxification systems. And as little, I'm going to give an up level here because we know I like to investigate a little bit. So my daughter is going to a party on Saturday. She has to wear a dress. She's loathing every moment of this, by the way. There's another family tidbit for you. You're going to know all about my family. And she put on this dress and it was this cute little black dress. And she, my daughter, my other daughter comes in. She goes, mama, did you read the label? I said, I did not. She goes, it's from Sheen. And I said, as I sat here going, oh. She goes, remember when you told me it contains like lead and mercury? And so it's funny how it drips to the children. They don't listen to me to put away their shoes, but she's bringing me this because she read the label. And we have physically, my kids do have clothes. We have physically carted them out. We no longer keep them in the house. In fact, I didn't even donate them because I didn't think that was appropriate. Fast fast fashion, especially Sheen or Shen or however you say it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess say Sheen because that's what the kids do. So I just, yeah. so, but my sister in law says Sheen. So that's, I'm going to believe her. Right. But that's what I'm saying is you better believe if you can ship something across the entire country for cheaper than I can buy it in my own country, we have a problem. 
Yeah, because it's they've they've done some investigative reports, and again, this is a whole another podcast. Fast the the dangers of fast fashion, but head over to Google after this and, and type in dangers of fast fashion, and it is mind blowing. The heavy metals, the forever chemicals that are in the products we're wearing every day, and for anyone that's wondering, well, how did my liver, lymph, and kidneys get so sluggish and impacted and toxic? It's environmental based, right? We live in this world that is inundated with chemicals from like the time we're in the womb. Like there was a study done where when they tested the umbilical cords of women, and I believe it was, there was over 130, was it 130 different chemicals in the umbilical cord? Something like that. I think I remember 132, but. Yeah, it was something wild where there, there was dozens, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The umbilical cord of the mom. So guess what? We're giving birth to toxic babies. And this Again, then we're in this world where we're surrounded with plastics and things in our food. So we have to remember that our body's detoxification system has to filter anything we eat, drink, breathe, and apply to our skin. So this is why being so focused on our environment can be extremely helpful. And it's also an accumulative effect. You might not feel it at 16. You might not feel it at 24. But at 32, hmm. Something's going on. So just remember, it's a compounding effect. So what you can do now today, effective, like water, I'm I'm happy with water at this point with, you know, knowing the stats about hydration, at least we're taking a step because every step forward is a step towards your acne journey. And that's another important thing I want to end on is many small steps make for one massive leap. You will probably hear me say this every single podcast episode because it's true. Like Chris and I aren't just at this level of healthy eating and healthy living. We didn't wake up a week ago and say, Oh my gosh, we're going to do all this. Like Chris and I have been doing this. I had Chris, how many years have you been on your healthy eating, living journey? Hardcore. I would say hardcore 13 years. Same, but are we twins? 13 years. Yeah. Hardcore eight. Yeah. Because, and you know what, we could talk that into a podcast, but it's because of uh, Kylie's health. Mm -hmm. That's how I kind of monitor. Actually it's been 14 and a half years, but so long story short is, you know, we didn't, I've yet to meet a registered holistic nutritionist that wasn't here because there was either illness in her or his own life and, or a family member that was directly impacted. Because the medical, the traditional medical system failed them and they needed to find an alternative option. Exactly. So the finish it off, three things I would say that you can do outside of all the fun things we mentioned, opt for filtered water, try to move away from plastics to glass or stainless steel, get knowledgeable of the ingredients in your personal care products. And then I guess I'll add in the final one of if it works for your budget, you know, follow the environmental working groups, dirty dozen, clean 15, so that we know the most important foods to be buying organically that have the highest pesticide residues. And then we know the least important foods that we could be buying more conventionally as they have lower uh, pesticide residues. Any final tidbits that you want to part them with? Get the water and cheers. That's all for us today on the Clear Skin Chronicles. Make sure to join us next week as we delve into the world of hormones, but make sure to follow the show and leave us a review. Sending glowing vibes your way, Katie and Chris.